Hey, everybody. You're listening to Reality Breached. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to us on YouTube. This episode is about cord cutting. Enjoy the show. <laughs> Welcome to Reality Breached. My name is Sergio. I'm, I'm your host. Um, I got I got two guys here. You've been here before. That's um, what she said. Uh, uh, I guess you can tell who that is. That's Doug. <laughs> <laughs> He's pulling his shtick out real fast. <laughs> yep. Uh, and uh, Daniel. Daniel here. Daniel Key. Hi. Um, you, uh, I'm supposed to say something witty, but I'm not really... I haven't had enough rum yet. <laughs> Listeners might recognize this crew from the um, Game of Thrones podcast that we did. The finale. Yep. Yeah. The final. That was a, that was a good cast. We had a good conversation. Yes, we did. I don't know when this is going to run. I don't think this... I don't, I don't want this to be the next episode. Okay. So it may be a few weeks. Who knows? What are we, what are we here to talk about, Daniel? Apparently, they want to talk about cord cutting. Cord cutting. That does not mean splicing and resoldering, as Wikipedia told me yesterday. <laughs> splicing and resoldering. Yep. Did you actually do a little bit? Does that come up? <laughs> so, no, when, when, I, when I told Doug, I was like, hey, Doug, you want to be on the cord cutting podcast? He was like, I guess. Uh, what? I was like, how familiar, how familiar are you with it? And he was like, um... I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I sent him the Wikipedia page. Yeah. Okay. And suddenly he was like, oh, I, I identify with this. Yes. I know about that. So, so yeah, like, cord cutting. Full disclosure, um, I work for a television provider, uh, and obviously my thoughts on the concept of cord cutting have nothing to do with them, um, but... I feel like in our current situation, technologically speaking, cord cutting is a very large part of the, I, I don't like using the word millennial, but millennial culture is kind of tied to cord cutting in a way that other generations are not. And for Reality Breach to just ignore it because I work for a television provider is silly. But I just want to put it out there. That's, that's fair enough. Yeah. That's fair enough. I like that. That's uh, that's classy of you, Sergio. First time I've ever said that in my life. <laughs> that's true. That's uh, that's true. And we'll all take a drink. <laughs> uh, so okay. So Doug, you read on Wikipedia mm-hmm. what cord cutting was. Can you please um, elaborate for our listeners and let us know hey, what what is cord cutting? <clears throat> cord cutting, defined by Wikipedia, is someone that does not. This is paraphrase. Someone that does not. Subscribe to cable, satellite, or other television services. Someone that strictly streams all of their entertainment from the interweb. Okay. So to, to put that into normal person words, <laughs> they don't have a cable package. They don't, they don't turn on their TV and flip through the channels as a channel surfer. They use a streaming service such as 
Netflix or Hulu. Hulu. What's that new one? Sling? Sling? I don't know if it's new. But it's Sling. new to me. I just heard about it recently. <laughs> yeah, Sling. Uh, there's HBO Go yeah. or HBO Now or whatever yeah, the hell it's called. HBO Now is the standalone. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's 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 a television option that is becoming more and more desired uh, with people who are realizing that they don't need 500 channels. <coughs> What are your thoughts on that? I mean, uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. For I mean, the, the primary reason I think most people do it <clears throat> is, I mean, I, I think everybody is, is familiar with this. Everybody. You, you, you have your cable package, and it's like 150 channels, and you watch like eight of them. And it's mm-hmm. like, why am I paying for all of this other crap? And only getting to, I mean, only caring about eight channels. Why can't they sell it in these tiny packages where I can get just six or seven channels? Why can't they sell me a $20 a month package? And they don't do that. Uh, And I I think that's the money is the main reason most people do it. Yeah, I can agree to that. It's it's a money thing. Yeah. I haven't been for cable or other television services in probably three years just because of the monetary and I just didn't use it enough. Yeah. Yeah, well it's it's an investment. Like yeah. a, a a cable package costs upwards of seventy five bucks. Yeah. And that's assuming you don't bundle it with anything else. Mm-hmm. If you just get cable, you're looking at least seventy five and you're not gonna get the premium channels or any channels that you really want. Yeah. You're just gonna get the basic cable stuff. Plus an extra ten for H D. Plus an extra 10 for HD, yeah. plus any rental fees you have to f- uh, pay for the equipment that you have. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's it's quite an investment on a monthly basis. Yeah, and then you, you combine it with the fact that really what you don't even want, the, the, say it's eight channels, you don't even want those eight channels 24 hours a day. You only want them for this tiny window maybe three times a week, mm-hmm. like for one hour. Mm-hmm. So, like, really you want you want these channels for, like, maybe three hours a week. It, yeah, and you're paying for this massive monthly fee for these tiny little windows of stuff. And when you could, there's there's so many other ways now to get a hold of that most of that stuff. Yeah, and and that right there, I think, is is a a big like like the big argument is I don't watch these channels. Yeah. You know, I back in the '90s, that's how you sold cable packages: 250 channels. It's like, oh man, I can watch anything. Until you realize you don't watch anything. Right. Right. And you then know, they introduce picture in picture, then you can watch two different things. You once. can watch nothing twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but take Netflix. There is, I, I, I was listening to another podcast the other day, and someone said something about Netflix that never occurred to me. There's more content on Netflix. <clears throat> than you will ever get through in a single month. There's more content on Netflix that you're probably ever going to get through, ever. Like, you're not going to sit down and watch the entirety of Netflix. But I'm still going to watch The Office ten times. What did you mean by yeah. that, though? You said there's no, there's nothing on... There's, there's enough content on Netflix to where you could never watch it all in a month? Yeah. Like, you can't watch all of Netflix. Yeah, but why? Why did you say a month though? Because I feel like you could probably watch all of Netflix. It would take you like years to see it all. It would. It would. What was but, the point of the month? Like, because I didn't quite get because it. Uh, I, the way I was I was going to wrap that up around to cost. 
Netflix is what ten bucks a month. Yeah. Okay, so it's, yeah. okay, You're it's going to be eleven bucks a month soon. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> you're paying ten dollars a month for what might as well be infinite content because if you can't watch it all, it will be there next month. It's true. Yeah, which means you don't need anything but Netflix, unless they don't carry something. Okay. Like what? Like what is something that you can't find on Netflix that you feel that you need to watch? Like are all TV shows on there now? Mm, no, absolutely not. No. No. Most especially any competitor of Netflix is not. Yeah. Like any of the major networks I'm sure don't like is 30 Rock on Netflix? Like is 30 anything Rock that was, just left? It, ju- it was. So NBC was actually licensing stuff out yeah. to them. Yeah, yeah. And they've still got The Office and Parks and Rec on Netflix. Hmm. Yeah. They just got rid of 30 Rock. It went exclusively to Hulu. <clears throat> yeah. So it's there sometimes. Like yeah, everything's it's, it's, kind of there sometimes. and It's kind of hit and miss. You know, like, like Netflix doesn't have Rick and Morty. <clears throat> Hulu has Rick and Morty. You know, Netflix and Hulu don't have Mr. Robot. <clears throat> Amazon Prime Video has Mr. Robot. So so there's definitely some exclusivity there that will dictate what you subscribe to. Yeah, oh man, this this conversation is gonna get into like or it could get into like all kinds of things. Like it it could get into um, intellectual property laws and how those work. <clears throat> and uh just like what we're talking about there, where you're, you exclusively carry certain things, which uh, you use to find niches to draw people to different things. And really, I, I think a lot of cord cutters actually buy multiple different services so they can access all of these different things at the same time. But it still yeah. ends up being cheaper than cable. I mean, yeah. that's even true. If, even if you subscribe to Netflix and Hulu, you're out, what, 18 bucks per month for both? Something like that. Yeah. Hulu is 8 bucks, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I like the concept of Okay. When it comes to licensing content, cable companies have to pay for channels. And when they pay for channels, they pay for channels in bundles. So like when Comcast or AT&T or any other <clears throat> cable company reaches out to Viacom, and they say, we need MTV. Viacom's not going to say, well, give us $20 million for MTV. Viacom's going to say, give us $20 million and you'll get MTV, MTV2, VH1, Comedy Central, blah, 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 blah. Because the individual channels are making money off the advertising. So they are pushing the extra channels so the content creator gets more money from the advertising. It's... You you scratch my back, I'll scratch my own back, and then someone's back eventually gets scratches the, the 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 customer because that soccer mom wants to watch Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> you know, like the long story there is, we have to pay all of these people for all of these channels and all of this experience just because that one person wants to watch Real Housewives of Atlanta. And that, that was another thing that was a, a, a thing that's annoying to me about cable and any of the providers you pay for is that you're, you're paying this large price 
to get all these channels, and yet you're still spammed with ads. Like mm-hmm. you're just spammed with ads nonstop. <laughs> it's like it's like it, it's part of culture at this point. Like oh, the Geico commercial. <laughs> like I mean, when you're just spammed with this shit. Yeah. And like, so I'm paying, and then I also have to consume all your ads on top of it. Like I, like it, when when I think that's a, a big thing that the internet's done is it's really made people fucking hate ads like (laughs) (laughs) like you just hate them yeah like even like even on hulu you know it's a a 10 second ad it's just like infuriating yeah i paid the i'll pay the extra what is it two bucks someone yeah commercial free yeah to get commercial free like yeah and so fast forward through this shit ah yeah 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 i mean that's that's the main thing the internet's doing is it's i mean i i guess that's part of uh I mean, we're just heading towards that, where when we hit play, we want to watch what we want to watch. And we don't want to wait for some bullshit to play ahead of it. Even though we know that, like, without that, supposedly, that mm-hmm. it can't happen, you know? But yeah. it's still just, uh, I don't know, it bothers it, it bothers me. Well, it, I don't know. I think that's, that's kind of a, a cultural thing, too, like the... Generation, our our generation that we're a part of. I think we just want everything now. Like if I know me personally, if something's buffering, if I'm watching a show <laughs> and my internet slows down and has to buffer, I get infuriated. Yeah, I'm just fucking pissed because I have to wait. It's like, oh, I can't rewatch episode five of season three of The Office right now. God damn it, I have to wait. Yeah, yeah. and that's one reason why TV is better. That, that's one yeah. way that TV is better. There's no buffering. buffering. There's yeah. no buffering. <laughs> there is no buffering on TV, which yeah. is nice. Yeah, um, it's nice. And and I think I think you're really on something when you say it's a generational thing. Mm-hmm. Did you say cultural or generational? Both. Yeah. Anyone older than us, and possibly even us, like when I was growing up, you watched what was on TV. Yeah. You might have had cable. You may not have had cable. But you watched what was on TV. If you didn't like it, you went outside. Or you did something else. Anyone older than us had even less choices, and they watched what was on TV. Whether they liked it or not. And they watched the shit out of it. They watched the shit out of it. They didn't even have remotes. Yeah, like we're we're the first generation that has romanticized reruns. Yeah. What do you mean, romanticizer? I'm trying to think of what you mean. Before, th- think about before the advent of DVDs. Yeah. People did not like reruns. You're right. It's probably Nick at Night. Probably, N- Nick at yeah. Night helped. Probably yeah. the, the the true start of all that. Yeah, but then again, like Nick at Night tapped into new generations. Like I've watched Gilligan's Island because of reruns. Yeah, but. In the 70s, if you turned on, you know, your primetime television and it was a rerun of Gilligan's Island, it was like, fuck, this is a rerun. Really? Yeah. I never never knew people... No, yeah. Let me me turn that shit off. Rerun used to be a bad word. And our generation is the first one who's like, that was funny, I want to watch that again. That's so strange and, to me. I and can't now, imagine, yeah, I and, can't imagine people thinking that way. And now we have the ability to just watch it again. <clears throat> we don't, typically, but we have the ability to go back and say, I want to rerun. This is something I like. I want to digest it multiple times. And previous generations didn't have that. They didn't want that. And for the most part, they still don't. Yeah. Do you think it was like it had something to do with like, 
All right, so all these all these old shows have like uh, laugh tracks and stuff to at least simulate the idea of a live live mm-hmm. recording. Like, it, was that part of it? Is like people felt like they were getting it live and and brand new or something? Uh, maybe like the laugh tracks, of course, made it more digestible. <clears throat> Especially for people who didn't know what was supposed to be funny, it wasn't just so dry. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it 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 drove. I don't want to say it drove culture, but if you watch Gilligan's Island and everyone is laughing at the same point because the show is telling you what part to laugh at, you're creating the same experience for everyone. You remove the laugh track on a show like The Office or a show like Arrested Development, and you have everyone laughing at different shit. Because they find different shit funny, yeah. and they may not realize that those other things are jokes. You're creating a different experience for every single person. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that <laughs> has anything to do with this conversation, but th- th- I've I've had that I've had that conversation with myself several times. It's like, why does a laugh track work? Oh yeah, yeah. The laugh track is a fascinating thing. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. It's so stupid. But it's everywhere. It's still everywhere. Yeah. Like, like the every- Big Bang Theory has a laugh track. I think How oh, I Met yeah. Your Mother has a laugh track. It does. Which I rewatch on Netflix. <clears throat> mm-hmm. but it's Are, beyond- aren't you glad you know when to laugh? Yes. I'm it's so beyond glad. that, though. Like, it's, uh, <laughs> like, uh, uh, you're, uh, what are they, like, Kelly and Michael in the mornings? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, all, all these kind of shows, daytime shows, just constant. I mean, just everybody just immediately starts applauding. Now that that's not a laugh track, but it's like the same concept. It's audience. like telling the audience to do it, and they all just do it for some fucking weird. And, reason. and in in the studio, there's actually a sign that says "applause, applause." Right. I just I don't get why they do it. <laughs> like, it's, it, <laughs> like what? What are you, are you like? Is that part of your contract for going like, in the studio? You have to play along with this. It's or? Like a hype man. So weird. <laughs> I guess it is. Yeah, so it probably hypes them up in between. It's Kelly, Here's Kelly and Brian Seacrest. Yeah, it's it's just it's yeah, Flava Flav. <laughs> I would love to go to one of those live tapings of that stuff and see what it's like. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, like, I really want to go to Jimmy Fallon. That dude is funny to me. Jimmy, he's he's he's, he's Jimmy, a man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, okay, do we want to have this conversation right now? Sure. Do we want to yeah, rank? Let's just let's sure. go all over let's the place. Let's, 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 do, do we want to rank? Do we want to rank the, the the current late night? Well, I'm hosts? not saying that he's the funniest. He's uh, just because he's not. No, I, I know he's <laughs> not. Like Stephen Colbert is without doubt like the probably the most clever. Yes. as far as his delivery and the I'd, way that things are written. Like I'd even put Jimmy Kimmel in front of Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Like ranking them all. Like, dude, none of none of them are really that funny anymore. Though, like you know, when I think about. Like, funny? I mean, like, you had, like... I mean, if you really go back, you start looking at, like, Johnny Carson and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that's some funny shit. Although, Jimmy Fallon, I will say, like, I think skits are such a big, an important part of late night to me. Mm-hmm. you got to have some skits in there. Yeah. Oh, do I need to be closer? A little bit. A little bit closer? I think you have to have some skits in there, though. And, uh, like, Johnny Carson was probably the king of that. I can't... Who, who else? Maybe Carson... I mean, not Carson. <laughs> I said Carson. Car- no, Conan. Conan Con- O'Brien. Con- back yeah. in the day, I don't. I don't know so much about TBS. I don't really watch watch his. TV He's show. still the same show. Like the same show that he had on uh, as late night. It's just once that, a week now. It, no, it's not. I thought it went to once a week. Did it go to once a week? I thought it did. Yeah. 
I don't think it went to once a week. Not yet. Not yet. I don't think so. Okay, because I read something that it was going to once a week. Yeah, they, they were going to try some new new things. Yeah. Um, but no, like I've I've loved Conan since I was a teenager. Like Conan is my he's, yeah, he was my favorite. Yeah, he he's he's my David Letterman. You That's know? who I started with. I love David Letterman, mm-hmm. but then I kind of evolved into Conan. Yeah, like now nowadays now the late night hosts are creating late night shows with the assumption that it's going to be on the internet. That it's going to be on the internet. Like oh, yeah. like one of the biggest examples is mean tweets. Yep. Like Jimmy Kimmel's mean tweets, You're right? Genius! Mm-hmm. It's a genius fucking idea, and it works so well. It's just this digestible bit to put on the internet. You're right. I mean, that's what the, those bits are now. It's like they're they are they're created to be viral things. Like oh, you know, yeah. the, the carpool karaoke is not a series. <clears throat> yeah, that's and that's stupid. I hate don't make it, it a fucking series. Yeah. I don't like that guy. What's his name? <clears throat> James Corden. James I Corden. cannot yeah. stand yeah. him. Well, is it, why don't you like James Corden? He's like, he's just like <laughs> too excited, like, and it just seems like phony. Like he's like mastered the art of looking genuinely excited when he's not. Like he's just a great actor. I'm just too so excited to be here. Oh, the, the oh, America gave me a television show. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is why I cord cut. I just hate it all. Like <laughs> I hate it all. Well, it's so funny that you say that's why you cord cut. You can watch that without a cord. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's true. It's all on James. YouTube. You can watch James Corden, Corden. without a cord. Yeah, yeah. Um, all of that shit is on YouTube, and even yeah. YouTube has its own subscription service that you can pay for. I pay for that. Do you? Well, how much is it? It's ten bucks a month. But I, I, okay, I pay for Google Music, and that comes with YouTube Red. What does YouTube Red? Uh, all right, after this. Let's try to let's try to create a structure for this conversation because I think we're just going all over the That's place. Fine. Or maybe maybe we should just go. All, I don't know. No, we're fine. Like we'll we'll get back to it. Like all of this is the same conversation. Like you can't have the cord cutting conversation without talking about what you're cutting from. I guess you're right. You're right. You're um, right. You're yeah, YouTube Red is basically ad free YouTube, and it also gives you access to like I think some YouTube content. Mm-hmm. Right, like some of the, the big, shit. some of the big, the big YouTube makers. I don't watch any of that shit. Yeah. They do have like original movies and original shows. Yeah, from what I understand on YouTube. Yeah, it's not nearly as legit as say a Hulu or a Netflix, right. um, but it's a thing, and it's ten bucks a month. I do it for the Google Music because mm-hmm. it's like Apple Music except in the Google e- ecosystem, yeah. and all of that is one fee. Um, but like. It is monetarily beneficial for, say, James Corden to put all of his carpool karaoke's mm-hmm. on YouTube because they get paid for that. Yeah, they get three million views. They get a chunk of change for putting it on YouTube. Yeah, so it makes sense for them to be producing them, knowing they're going to put them online. It's just it's just weird to see that in action. Like, do you know how many? Again, I don't like using this word, but do you know how many millennials <laughs> don't realize that Key and Peel was a TV show? What? They just don't know. They thought that they're ju- they just make clips for the internet. <laughs> That's insane. What what is a millennial, by the way? I'd like to hear we some we sir are millennials. Why? Because we were born after the year 1982, and before like was it 2000? I think is the cutoff. Yeah. Like eighty two to two thousand, somewhere around there is is that that is yeah, the millennials. Some people say that ninety nine was the cutoff. It's some it's, it's around there somewhere. Yeah. yeah, around the turn of the century. 
Yeah. It's just like I don't want to be a part of it because it's almost become a slur at this point. Like it, it, it's, it absolutely like it's, has it's become a slur. Me. Like I hate that it's become a slur. Those goddamn millennials uh, ruining television yeah. for all of us. Yeah. We were shaking our fists. You yeah. guys couldn't see that. But uh, we were shaking our fists. And when you really think about it, like the, the idea of gener- like uh, people calling generations certain things, it, it's almost like from a like like a marketer came up with that like. Uh, the, the, these target groups, these demographic oh, groups, yeah, ramming out like that's where it comes graphic, from. Yeah. yeah, I think BuzzFeed created it. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. at this point, you're, yes. yeah, it's it's very possible. Yeah, yeah BuzzFeed came it's up with fake that. News. But <laughs> like there was, let's see, the Greatest yeah, Generation, gen- then there was Baby Baby Boomers, baby boomers Generation yeah. X, Generation Generation Y. No, Generation Y turned into millennials. Yeah, I wish it would have stayed Generation well, Y. It was Generation like, Y. They, 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 turn- didn't have a, they didn't have a name yet. This that was, was fun. Like Generation Y, like a question mark behind it, even like because I think Why? that's kind of what we I think that's that, that what we are. The, we that, like question all this shit, like yeah. all this past crap. But they they removed that, and now we're just this crappy millennial. Millennials. <laughs> millennials can't what does it shit. even mean, millennials? Yeah, like we lived like, through the millennials. Means, Everybody did. It means, <laughs> we lived through the fucking millennium. It means we can't cut down trees. We can't fix cars. All of that kind of shit. That's, that's true. We that's can't fix anything. Do. We can't yeah. fix shit. We're we're terrible at peopling. Yeah, we are that. We can't. Um, human. But that's uh. <laughs> but that's like that's like the. Uh, <clears throat> The first kids that were born after uh, hunter gatherers formed a society, like they're that. <laughs> you couldn't live in the woods by yourself, man. <laughs> You're fucking. <laughs> That's where we're at now. We're in this like I, I really do. I feel like we're we're in a new era of uh, humanity. Yeah, like technologically speaking, we are in a new era. Like like if shit were to go down and society were to completely crumble. Yeah, millennials would be fucked. Yeah, in a way, but for, I still, for the most part. But I still think millennials are like, God damn it, I hate that word. <laughs> <laughs> but I still think we are probably more communicative than anybody else before us, and could yep. probably rationally discuss things and solve problems better than anybody before us. You're right. You're Those right. fuckers would fight each other. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we do have the benefit of the entirety of human history, like. Us learning from that. Yeah, we've read it all. We, we have that. Well, we haven't read it all. It's just everything has been distilled down to us. You know, I, I, I described millennials, like, like, it was a few weeks ago on the internet, I described millennials as the generation that finally <clears throat> stopped putting up with people's bullshit. <laughs> because that, that's what we are. Like, when we see injustice, we don't shut up. When we see something needs to change, we speak up. When we see something that's incorrect, we Google it. Yeah, we Google it. Yeah, like, like, like if, if some 55-year-old baby boomer's like, blah, 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 this, we immediately, like, fact check, motherfucker, you're wrong. You know? Yeah. And it, why other generations don't do it, I don't know. Maybe they're just not accustomed to it. But, we, yeah, we fact check it. We actually want to care for other human beings because we've been taught our entire life that that's what you value. It's so true. That that is very true. As long like as I was thinking, I was thinking about that that not too long ago. Like, dude, it's so weird. Like my my entire value system is like I don't know where it came from, but it's like built off of trying to be the the, the most good person I can possibly be. Like it was like I don't know where yeah. where it came from. It was built into me. Maybe that's always been that way. though. that could that could be. 
That could, I mean, that's probably really old, actually. It's like even Christians, probably. I mean, I don't know. Like going back a thousand years. Like, I'm sure it was like, be the, be the, the goodest you could possibly <laughs> the be. Goodest. But some people are just inherently <laughs> shitty. Like well, this. yeah, but n- n- no amount of millennialism will yeah. fix that. But, like, like, one thing our generation gets shit for is whining. Like, millennials get called whiners all the time. Yeah. Oh, you're some whiny millennial. Oh, it's like, yeah. no, it's like, we're not whiny. We're complaining because something is wrong. Yeah. Or, or even questioning something is yeah. often confused with whining. Like, yeah. why Why are you doing this? Why are we doing... Why quit are you whining, doing... Quit your bitching. And, and, and to bring this back to the main topic, like, cord cutting is very much a whiny millennial thing. It's like... A millennial looks at their cable bill and says, why am I paying for this? Yeah. Why am I paying $150 when all I watch is Game of Thrones? Yeah. You know, the logical con- conclusion that they come to is, let me just pay for internet, get HBO now, boom, I have the television show I want to watch, and oh shit, look, I also get to watch John Oliver. Yeah. You know, like, it, 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 it gets packaged as whining, but it's actually just questioning and trying to better oneself and humanity. Yeah. And it's the, weird that it's now a slur. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, we, we seem to find solutions. We might, quote unquote, whine about it, but we find solutions in most mm-hmm. cases. may not be in the traditional sense that most people would think of, you know, the generations before us, but it's, we'll find a solution and it will work. Mm-hmm. And it will work better than some other solutions that might have been suggested. <laughs> yeah, and I think the other thing about um, millennials is that we're uh, on full display in the internet era. Yep. So everybody's getting to watch us, us go from childhood into adulthood. Like, everybody's getting to see this. Like, yeah. real we're learning. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're, I mean, we're all learning along the way here. Yeah. But nobody really looks at it that way. Like, you're either... A bad person forever. You're a good person forever. You're whatever you are. That's that you saw. I mean, that that's how somebody is forever. Like whenever you see somebody, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of like a, a situation. There's a lot of leftist people, like kids, leftist mm-hmm. kids in college, and they're wanting to tear down things and all this stuff. Yeah. And and people look at that like, look at these people. Look, this is what's coming. This is what the future of the country is. But you're missing that they're like still kids trying to figure shit out, and yeah. they're gonna do things, and then it's on video, and they look at it later, and they're like, "Jesus Christ, what was I doing?" And they change their opinions, and they grow from it. But we don't see, we don't, like, I don't know. It's it's like we can't imagine that people grow anymore. <laughs> well, I, you're onto something. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, like one of when I talk to older people, you know, and. Uh, I'm the I'm the young guy who has to feel the what the fuck is wrong with the younger generation right, question. Right, right. Like I'm I'm that guy, and you know I have to go go. I I personally have to go to bat for the entire generation. <laughs> you know, and I have to do that too in Mississippi. Like you have, to, absolutely you have to go to bat for the left for the left sometimes. Yeah, yeah, even though you're not even like hardcore left, you just are because like maybe you think. Universal healthcare might be an okay thing. You yeah, know? <laughs> it's, it's 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 more of a default devil's advocate than anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like even if you're in a hardcore left group, you're like, when they get out of line, you you want to throw the hardcore right. It's like, 
do you understand the other argument? But back to what I was saying. I, I end up having to be the speaker for my entire generation, and one of my biggest arguments is, so how put together were you at 20 years old? Right, right, right. What kind of stupid shit were you doing in the 70s when you were 20? And when you see youngins now, do you see yourself being that stupid or that arrogant or that aggressive when right. you were 20? I Because the answer is always yes. Yeah. The only difference is that they weren't being documented the way that No, were. no. They, yeah, they, 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 did, they don't have the receipts yeah. for... Them being a hellion that drove their car everywhere and destroyed everything. Oh yeah, and, and, they, and they brag about it, and laugh they, about it. Yeah, you know? like, it's like oh, back in the day, I destroyed a mailbox, threw some firecrackers in. Yeah, we used to get sloshed and drive through mailboxes all down the road. <laughs> it's like yeah, but that happens at their house. Suddenly, the kid who did it is a hellion and should go to jail. It's like, come on, man, you were twenty once, right? So true. So, so like, yeah, that's like the biggest argument that I have is, fuck you, you were young once. So true. But then on top of that is, young people aren't as stupid as they used to be. They're still stupid, mind you. But they have a better grasp of what, where things need to go. Yeah, well, I, I think young people are more likely to be able to, like, they can be stupid in the moment. But I think they're more likely to be able to objectively look back and criticize themselves and change. I, I, yeah. I, I think that's yes. true. Yeah, it's because we've also got access to so much information and we can learn about it as well. Yeah. You know, just in the palm of our hand, we've got access to limitless questions. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it goes back to what we're taught. You know? Every generation has learned from the previous one. Yeah. Like... That's how humanity works. And we, we've reached a, like a tipping point now where... We're not going to them anymore. No, we do. Like we, we, I don't think we do anymore. No, we go to the previous generation, but it's not to learn. It's to learn what not to do. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like it's learn, it, we learn who, who not to be. It's to tell them how wrong. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's like that. Oh man, this is a really yeah. this conversation is going in a very interesting pers- uh, direction. And yeah, and that's is- that's ultimately where I was hoping it would because, like, I, I was thinking about this conversation on the way over, and I was uh, like, I was thinking about the idea like it was mostly about money for most people. I think cord cutting is like mostly. I think, yeah, yeah, like yeah. It goes back to that, but. For some people, like it's it's philosophical rejection of that that entire old system, that entire old way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just rejection like, like, like of if, it. Like if you want to be a dick about it, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it really is. It's like a, a how rege- long will it be before these cable companies, television providers, are just completely obsolete, and all these channels are available a la carte, and you can just. If you want to just subscribe to HBO, if you just want to describe, subscribe to HGTV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly uh, what's happening. But How I, long will that be before that's But I think what, what I'm seeing happening now is those same providers are working their way towards being still the intermediary by via Internet. Like yeah. being their, the, the providers of yeah. the Internet itself. So that they're still trying to keep their, their power 
where they become the middleman between the content creators and the consumers, they're still there. Yeah. Well, like, you're absolutely right. Like, the, the, the content providers have the uncanny ability to pivot. And you have to remember because it's they they own this shit. Yeah, they do. <laughs> it's they do. Easy. But but you have to remember a, a lot of their overhead is paying content providers. Like Com- Comcast has to pay a shit ton of money to Viacom every year, just just so they can broadcast like fucking Comedy Central. You know, and if they were to lose Comedy Central, sure that would be a blow to their business. But in the long term. If they lose Comedy Central, but are able to provide the internet service that gets access to Comedy Central to the customers that want it, I think they'd be fine with that. Yeah, Because you eliminate the overhead, you don't need the money to cover it. Maybe you can enlighten me on this, because I've always been confused about this. Like, all right, try to help me understand where the content, what what, what was the word we just used? Content provider? The cable cable company. Mm Mm-hmm. Where the cable company and the content creators uh-huh. and the advertisers, mm-hmm. how all that works together. Because, like, I feel like the advertisers and the, the providers have hardly anything to do with each other. Or do they? Like, I don't, under, I don't understand fully how that works. The way I understand it is there is some bleed over, depending on what exactly is being advertised and when and where. Um, for the most part, the advertising dollars go to... The content creators, yeah, your MTVs, your you know HGTVs, and that, that kind of shit. Uh, the content providers, which would be AT and T, Comcast, Time Warner, primarily get their money from the subscribers. People paying people that, paying to have access to, to have that. access to it, and and the 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 cable providers are saying, dude. If you don't come through us, then nobody will see your shit. Exactly. But at the same time, Comcast and the cable providers have to pay the content creators for their content. So if you like if you sever that, if Comcast doesn't have to pay for that content anymore, and they can just provide the the tube to get the content from, that is a huge Reduction of overhead. Interesting. And cable companies see this coming. They're not. They're not fucking stupid. They see it coming. There's a reason when I turn on my Comcast box, there's a Netflix button. Yeah, yeah, and and that's that's uh, that's the real question. Is um, all right. So you, you name these three this this triangle of things happening. Mm-hmm. You have to assume. That two of those are going to eventually team up against one, right? I mean, you would have to assume that the the, the providers and the advertisers team up against the what you call or the advertisers and the the produ- or the uh, creators. Yeah, I mean, it's an it's an imbalanced system of of three. So yeah. you would have to think that at some point two will team up against one. And that- yeah, yeah, and and and. Because right now they're scratching each other's backs. The odd man out is the advertiser. Mm -hmm. Because, to take Geico, if you as a consumer are paying Viacom directly for their television shows, where does the advertiser fit in there? They don't. 
Man, that's really interesting. Mm. It's really, it's really so the so the the advertiser leaves. Uh, let's uh, just per se in, in in a utopia for the, for the sake of <laughs> yeah. talking about it, the advertiser backs out of the system. Mm-hmm. But then it just be uh, like the advertiser is the advertiser the middleman basically. Uh, they're the ones that make it happen. Like they're the ones that make the content possible. Because they give the money to the content creator. But if you as the consumer are giving it directly to the content creator, let, let's, let's just... All right. Oh, man, this is fascinating. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. So the, uh, another way, uh, another thing a cord cutter could do, mm-hmm. and this is how uh, a lot of them do it, and, and by that you could say that literally everybody before the year... 2000 was a cord cutter was that they are before the year 1980 mm-hmm. they were all cord cutters because they got their television across the airwaves uh-huh. so uh the point i'm the point i was making is that the internet all right the airwaves are government regulated uh this this uh i don't know the right word infrastructure that yeah. was a that was uh I mean, it's, heavy, it's heavily re- in it's heavy, it's heavily regulated. It is, and in a lot of ways, it's almost propaganda-like because um, there is no like you can't have any dissenting opinion on on on, on four networks. Like, th- th- there's nobody coming out there and being like, "Hey, we need to overthrow the government." Like, it, it just would l- oh. literally not. <laughs> okay, it would okay. literally not be allowed to be shown. There, there's so many things like that that would not uh, be allowed to be shown. Not be allowed is not the phrasing I would use. Would never be would never be shown simply because it wouldn't be like the 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 problem with terrestrial airwaves is they have to for them to work they have to appeal to a mass market. You're not going to want to broadcast something that is a dissenting opinion because then you lose audience and you break the entire structure you're trying to build. Which is why you're not going to have let's overthrow the government on terrestrial airwaves. But it's almost like you're saying like it's competition, but it's not because it's just one one set of airwaves that are completely regulated by the government. Like it, that's just one entity. Like everything is in there, right? R- right. But it's not competition. Like the, it's not the, like there, you're there worried about losing market share. Yeah, that's, you are. Because there's what four channels? There's ABC, NBC. CBS, Fox. Let's say there's and PBS. There's five channels. Okay. Okay. They're competing against each other to get as many viewers as possible from the terrestrial airwaves. If ABC decides we're going to go rogue and we're going to broadcast a bunch of shit that no one wants to watch because it says to overthrow the government, they're sacri- like they are sacrificing their entire market share and giving it to the other four. Hmm. But but now, all right, you've got even more competition. Yeah, you've got even more competition than before, and saying let's overthrow the government like it's like making you rich as fuck. Well, if if that's the in the event, right? You know, it's like backwards. Like Alex Jones is able to like get rich as fuck doing the. Well, that's very niche. (laughs) He's getting rich, but he's but he's getting rich because people buy stuff directly from him. He's not getting rich from terrestrial radio or terrestrial, you know, advertising. He's getting rich because fools buy pills from him. Like, but that's what I'm trying to figure out is like, I don't know. 
Maybe I've had too much rum. That could be one one problem. <laughs> more trouble connecting the dots but, but, here. But, but 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 I agree. Like if if for some reason someone ends up making a anti government broadcast, whether it be via cable, the internet, or terrestrial airwaves, if it becomes incredibly popular and it takes over the it like the the mind the the mind share of the entire country, yeah, everyone's going to follow suit. But that is the exact opposite of what American broadcasting has done in the past 20 years. The past 20 years of American broadcasting has been dissecting every little audience and placing it in its own box. It's like, oh, you like MTV? Well, here's MTV2. Oh, you like MTV2? Well, here's MTV Latino. Oh, you like Comedy Central? Here's, you know, True TV. Like, every single audience has been chopped up into such small portions that nothing is going to reach the mass market like it did 20, 30 years ago. But is that... Like, I always wonder... Like, I always have... I always get confused about this. Is that... Is that... Um, MTV trying to, to reach a tinier market? Or is that MTV trying to convince an advertiser to give money to... Like... You see what I'm saying? Like, there's it's, two aspects of this, and I, I can never fully understand what it it's, what is it's, happening. It's there. MTV trying to get more money from their advertisers. MTV can talk to their advertisers and say, "We have MTV; it's crazy popular." Or they can go to their advertisers and say, "We have MTV and MTV Two. That's twice as much ad time." Hmm. They can then sell ads on two channels, make maybe not twice as much money, but more money. Okay. Okay. And, 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 and that's the one thing about the millennial generation is <clears throat> what I'm saying is this generation does not have a mash. There, there's the, the closest thing we have to one piece of content that everyone watches is Game of Thrones. Reality Breached is a proud member of the Grits Network. What is Grits? Grits is geeks recording in the South. It's a group of podcasts and YouTubers. Uh, with the sole goal of spreading the word of the geek. Uh, that's right. Anything geek culture related, we've got covered. With podcasts like Reality Breached, Techpedition, Discussing Who, The STD Podcast, A Star Trek Discovery Podcast, and Dice Junkies. We cover a lot of different geek stuff. So check us out at gr- gritsms.com uh, or like us on Facebook, uh, just search Grits, Geeks Recording in the South. We should pop right up. You'll see all of our stuff. You'll see all of their stuff. And you're going to enjoy it. I promise you that. Back to the show. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We have evolved a lot since that conversation. I think we just need to move <laughs> like, on. I'm just trying to glue the conversation together. I get it. That's a good conversation starter, but we're not going... I can't rewind 20 minutes of conversation here. Okay. All right. Um, so where do you want to dip back into this, then? I don't know. I mean, that's a good, that's so a good the, question to ask. So I as, can't answer it. As though. a cord cutter, okay. being, being a proclaimed... Cord cutter. Now that I know the terminology, you're, you're a hipster. Yeah, right? yeah, I get it. Hipster cord cutter. All right. I was looking on Amazon the other okay. day at these HD receivers uh-huh. that you can. You know, we were talking about the terrestrial streaming uh-huh. and whatever. 
um, earlier. And, uh, it's called broadcast television. Yes. Whatever that is. I stream my television from the airwaves. From the airwaves. I don't even require the internet. Um, but the, you know, the, uh, whatever. Yes. Uh, looking at those HD receivers where you can get up to, what, 10 channels or something, just, you know, pulling the local channels from the, from the airwaves and they're, they're hella cheap. It's like a $20 yeah. thing. And you get it, and you're able to get your local channels that would have like your NFLs and your Correct. talk shows and Correct. You know it's, what I mean? you know, like, it's funny that you mention it as if it's some sort of new thing. I've known about it. I've known about it. I know it's not a new thing, but it's such an interesting concept. I haven't done it. I've known about it for a while. So, but I was right, just but it is, it's, well, it's, like when I, you remember when I said it, it was the, yeah. like it was. It's in a way, it is newfangled that it's it's court. It, it is cord cutter. Yeah, but it's. It's old school, yeah. but at the same time, you have to have a digital receiver. You know, it's yeah, the same yeah. thing. So you can get the HD no, signal now. No, and all HD televisions have that built in. All you have to do is plug the motherfucker in. It's just an antenna. Maybe the brand, the, the newer yeah. ones. Like, yeah, but because it's the, just but, an antenna. But the yeah. law, the, the law, there was a law that was passed for it, and it, it, it couldn't have been more than maybe six years ago mm-hmm. at the most. But before that. Uh, they, they didn't even broadcast digitally. Like, I mean, it, like it all happened at once. Like, they started broadcasting digitally, and there was a law passed, and yada yada. You had to have a digital receiver, and but yeah. you got high def at your house. Yeah, like that was the big thing. It's like it, was, it became it's high HD, def. Yeah. yeah, high def. Yeah, like it, it's it, it says a lot that you're mentioning it as a thing. Yeah, because what that tells me is, as as someone your age, mm. you're so accustomed to the concept of cable television. Yeah. It's like television is something I have to pay for. Ta- television is a privilege. Yeah. Television is something that doesn't just happen. When, in fact, the entire time it there has been terrestrial broadcasts right, you could of have television. Yeah. Right. But it, that has never gone away. It's always <laughs> been a thing. Right. But before the digital... The digital yeah, the swap, broadcaster... Yeah, there was the swap what, what had to happen was you had to get up on your roof, you had to Put up this fucking arrow-shaped no, thing. No, you didn't. Yeah, you did. No. Yes. It, de- all, it, it depends on where you what, live. You're talking about your bunny ears. Bunny ear. Yeah, that's this. It's the same concept. Bunny it's, ears aren't that strong, but it's still the same concept. It was terrible, but Dude, it's the same thing. I lived in rural. You did. Clinton, Mississippi. I lived in urban Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> I'm just telling you, in rural Clinton, Mississippi, bunny ears didn't do shit. They didn't do shit. Like, if you wanted to watch TV out there, like, it was like watching, uh, it was basically watching ants race, but the ants aligned (laughs) to look like Jerry Seinfeld's face and shit. It's like, (laughs) All these ants are lined up like Burt Case. (laughs) What is up with that? (laughs) But, but it's, it's, it just fascinates me that you brought it up. Yeah. As if you saw an infomercial and you're like, I know how to cheat. Yeah. It's like no, it's, oh, it's always it's been like a thing. it's always yeah, but been it, a thing. it was the, it was high def. That's what yeah. made it that's what made it uh, uh, feasible. But because before that it was just like it's so low quality that it's not even worth it. And these fuckers these fuckers that are out there, now you just slap those fuckers on the wall. Yeah. Like, and that's the antenna. Yeah. And you just plug it into your TV and You're you've right. got high def channels. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's and, no big deal. And yeah, I'm gonna tell you good. this. Um, my mother and father and my uncle Mm-hmm. I'm both convinced to cut cords, and they're old people. 
They're Ooh. baby they're baby boomers. I convince them to cut cords because of the idea of digital television, digital uh, receivers. So they can still watch all their network TV. Mm-hmm. They can still watch the football games, which Uncle wants. Yeah. Uh, like literally, the only game he misses is what uh, the fucking Monday night game, which is always terrible. It's not. Always, Monday, it's not always terrible. Like ninety percent of the time, the, the Monday Thursday, night game, the Thursday night game is always terrible. No, the Monday night game's okay. I would say the Monday night game is even worse. The Sunday night game is the marquee <laughs> game. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But in market games, you're gonna get via airwaves. Mm-hmm. So if you if you're a Saints fan, you're set. You gonna get it. If you're a Jets fan, you're fucked. You got to pay somebody. Yeah. You know, it's it's just all about where you live and if whether or not. If you're a Jets fan, you're fucked. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> but like, so so Doug, you are a cord cutter. Yeah. You do not have a cord. Nope. I do not have a cord. <laughs> but, you, but you didn't know you were a cord cutter. Though. No, I didn't because I didn't know the terminology. You did. You just yeah. did it out of out of like. Convenience and yeah. because you don't have the money to Conven- pay for it. Yeah, convenience. So you said it was money. Yeah, I, mean, money I'm, I'm, I am cheap as hell. Um, so that was, I think, that was my main motivator out of it. It was like, let me let me shave off you know fifty bucks off of my monthly bill. I'll just pay for internet access. I'll pay ten bucks a month for Netflix, and then I discovered Hulu Plus. I pay another eight bucks for Hulu Plus, and then I'm out a total of like seventy five bucks for internet and access to both of those. And I'm saving tons of money by doing it that way. Okay. How, okay. 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 Let's let's extrapolate on that a little bit. Okay. You say for, that you let's pay, not you, forget the, the the where we're going with that, which was a subjective talk about um, why we have chosen what we've chosen. Yeah. Let's, yeah. He chose to be a cord cutter yeah. without knowing cord cutting was a thing. Right, so yeah. we're gonna go. We're gonna go through that's, that. Like that's, that's I like fascinating. That. I like, like the subjective thing. Yeah. Um. You said that you're just gonna pay for internet access. Yeah. How fast would your mobile access have to be for you to not have to pay for that internet access? Like, let's say tomorrow, AT&T or whoever your wireless provider said, you have infinite data. Yeah. At what point do you cut off your actual... I would cut that shit. So I could (laughs) turn my phone into a hotspot, Mm -hmm. I could still stream it on my TV, and it wouldn't be a problem. If I had infinite data and it wouldn't Mm -hmm. slow down at a certain point... I would cut cords with that shit. You'd be a true cord cutter. True cord cutter. Okay. I would cut the fuck out of those yeah. cords. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Daniel, what is your what is your television situation? Um, I don't have one. You don't own a television? <laughs> no. How do you watch the football games? Well, I mean, that, that's that was part of the idea behind it. Was like. By not having a television, it forces me to hang out with people to watch things, you know? Like, oh, okay. Like, it was like a... Because, I mean, it's, it's like really philosophical to me, which is like, a, well, for one, I mean, it's anti-consumerism. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's where I'm... I don't know. It's been built there for a while now. But it's like uh, reduced the amount of... Uh, Everything that I would use, you know, like a you, you you are into to consuming less. Of course, yeah, because I just believe that I I, I think the world the, the world needs to do that. Like we're, I, I just feel like we're piling up garbage. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and we're yeah. just piling up garbage, and I, I don't know. I don't want to <clears throat> be a part of that. And it's really easy to not be. You just have to like make 
simple choices to not it's, do that. It, you really do. I don't know if it, I wouldn't say it's easy. Like the, 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 it really is easy. The, the thing that's not easy is the social construct around it. Like, because yeah, kind of going against the grain of this yeah, entire generation. Like, is to not you're American. Choice. Like, yeah. the, the the American way is to pile as much useless shit into one place as possible, and then yeah, die just, and have other people deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why do you think they had a that's TV hilarious. show called? There's a show called Hoarders Break. Yeah. It's so true. It's, I mean, what you're saying is very true. But, like, to me, it's really easy because, like, it's, I don't know, it just seems like, I guess it's because it's, like, moral. Like, to me, it's, like, built into my morals is, like, I should consume less because, like, it doesn't, like, having more doesn't make me that much happier. Like, really, the less I mm-hmm. have, the happier I truly am. Is because, like, for instance, what we are just talking about, like, so say I don't have a television, mm-hmm. then it forces me to not lay in my bed and watch TV, but, like, go hang out with somebody else and do it. Like, so, like, having okay. less of something forces me to, like... It's, it's hanging around people, and it, and it gives me it, it gives me something slightly more out of life. It's a means to an end. Hang on, say that again. Like... What do you mean by that? Uh, basically, not having a TV gets you more social. It gets you to do other stuff. It's yeah. a it, it's it's a means to an end. The end is experiencing more things personally. I get, but but you could say watching TV is an ex, a personal experience. Like it all is, mm, kind of. And I think that's the way most people look at it. It's like it's a personal experience to do that. Like you don't even view it as. You don't even view it as time away from somebody else. Like mo- I don't think most people do. Like most people don't view. Is that a problem? Um, I think it is. I think it is because I mean, for the past one hundred ninety thousand years of human experience, like <laughs> one hundred ninety thousand and nine hundred years of human experience, like th- there was this, no TV. Yeah, this yeah. wasn't yeah. a thing. This wasn't a thing. It's only happened. It's only happened for this tiny, tiny, tiny little window, and we we view it like it's so, so important or something. But it's it's really just not. And I, and I think as the future goes on, like even even if we even if technology gets more and more advanced, I think it's going to go away from this terrible idea of of what human interaction is about. Like human interaction is, I don't know. I think it's 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 way way. Underestimated right now. Like this tiny uh, like fifty-year like, window. Like, like, like we're dipping our toes into like a much more philosophical conversation. Yeah, but because, that's how I look at life. But yeah. because <laughs> because like television started as kind of a, the great. Uh, uh, it, it was the thing that brought propaganda, people together. Propaganda machine. No, yeah, it it it, 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 was propaganda it, machine. it normalized everything. Yeah, propaganda machine. Okay, <laughs> you can keep saying it. I'm not gonna. Whatever. Um, I'm almost certain that's what it was. I'm sure. I'm sure that was a part of it. But it it br- it normalized everyone's opinions and ideas. It it like you could watch the same thing in Sacramento as you could in New York. Right. You know, you got the same experience. That was something that America had never seen before. You know, now you can buy a hot dog in California and it tastes the same as in Florida. Back then, you could not. You had regional hot dogs and shit. Regional hot dogs and shit. I think we might have an episode. <laughs> um, but now, like, television has evolved into 
like it is evolved so so far past the the original idea of like bringing people together. Now it is more of a showcase of art. Like people don't watch TV because everyone watches TV. People watch TV to experience pieces of art that they want to watch. Like what? Yeah. You really believe that? Yeah. Absolutely. I, I if we're okay, if we're going to go into this objective or subjective whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's what I want to hear. I when I watch television, <clears throat> obviously, you know, I work for a provider, so I have all of the TV. But what I watch is pinpoint. I don't flip to the channels. I don't surf. I don't see what's on tonight. I DVR what I want to watch. I watch it on my time. I curate the art that I want to ingest. If I, if I feel, you know what, Better Call Saul, I like that show, I'm going to watch all of that. I watch Better Call Saul as an art piece. I don't watch it because that's what society is telling me I need to watch. And that's what television has turned into, especially if you take Hulu and Netflix into account. Netflix has taken such a laissez-faire approach to making content that it's fucking magic. All Netflix's policy for making content is, you're talented, here's a shit ton of money, make a TV show. That's all, that, that's it. Yeah. Like, have you seen, I don't know if you've watched it, Master of None? Oh, it's incredible. Master no, of None is oh a Aziz Ansari show. It's fucking incredible. So well written and so well directed so and it, filmed. Like it's and it's incredible. unlike anything you're going <clears> to <throat> see on television. Mm-hmm. Even in like the darkest, deepest, most obscure holes of cable television, yeah. you're not going to see anything like Master of None. Okay. Such okay. a good show. So you're talking about art. You're talking about art. Yeah. And I like that. I'm yeah. Like, I'm a big fan of that, and and I would never say that I'm like completely against all like moving video footage. Like I'm not against that. <laughs> okay, I never said you would. You you were, yeah. but all right. No, no, no. <laughs> let's let's go let's go a level deeper. I never said that you never said that. <laughs> okay. No, what, what what the point I'm getting at is like art. Yeah, obviously, if something is like withstands the test of time or with errors like clearly something mm-hmm. worth seeing that I'm going to watch it like hands down I'm going to watch it yeah okay so so, so okay <laughs> if, if we're again digging directly back into the original topic of cord cutting years ago when I first got my job in the where I'm working now my uncle was was basically grilling me like he would grill someone who works for a company. And he was like, why can't I just pay for the channels I want? Right. Uh, that's where it started. Like, this like, is where this all started. Yeah, this, yeah. Th- that's, that is the like that is the, the genesis of all of this. Why can't I just pay a la carte for the channels that I want? If I don't want to watch, what is it? What, I want to watch the homo channel. What channel is that? What, what the fuck are you talking about? There's, a, there's Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch the homo channel, dude. Yeah, like, <laughs> why do I gotta pay for the homo channel? Like, oh my God. I, obviously, I don't. That that is not me talking, but that that is where all this comes from. I want to pay a la carte for the television channels that I want to watch, and it's not something that 
the cable companies are at liberty to do. They simply can't do it because of the deals they have cut with all of the content providers. MTV is not going to let you just subscribe to MTV. They know better. They're getting advertising dollars for every channel they own. Right. So, fuck no, they're not going to let you just subscribe to the one that has the Housewives show you like. Right. No, they're smarter than that. Yeah. But. They're massive corporations. Like, no, no, no. Fast, of course fast they're speaking for their shareholders. Of course they're going to do these we're not, things. We're not, we're not going to go into this dark hole no, that you're trying to create no, right now. That's the whole point, though. Is That's the rejection. I really believe it. Ultimately, that's where it's at. It's like, of course this is how they're going to act. They're fucking capitalists in a capitalist society. Of course this is how the capitalists are going to be. Like, a, a lot of people are rejecting the whole concept. Like, it's... You, no, you're right. Like, advertisers. If we're looking at the culture, fuck the you're whole right. thing, dude. Just fuck it all. Like, I think that's where a, a lot of people are. Just fuck it all. You're right, you're right. The, Let the, it all burn. Yeah, yeah. That, that is a cornerstone even, of even the cord-cutting enti- culture. Even if the entire... Entertainment industry, even if Hollywood itself collapses, fuck it. We'll figure out a new way to entertain ourselves. Yeah, there will and we always, will. There, and we will. Again, there will always be art. Anyway, go on. I just had to throw that. <laughs> <laughs> on the flip side of that, in the past year and a half, okay, we have Netflix. Yeah. We have Sling. Yeah. We have Hulu. We have Amazon Prime. We have uh, HBO Go. We have Showtime Go, Cinemax Go, uh, or Now, or whatever the fuck you want to call those things. Um, CBS just launched their, what is it, CBS? But yeah, their, right their thing it got introduced a couple years ago, CBS. Well, but it, but, the but, Charlie Rose Network? Uh, sure. <laughs> it, but they, the, the big splash that they had yeah. on that was, that's the only way to watch the new Star Trek. Yeah. Is through the uh, CBS All Access or whatever the fuck it's called. It's not going to be exclusivity. Yeah. Like, what I'm seeing is a backlash. Like, on the internet, I'm seeing a huge backlash to, I don't want to subscribe to another damn streaming thing. You're talking about the the users are saying. Yeah, the users are saying. Because AMC has has announced that they want to do a a, a streaming thing. Um, Disney has come out and said they're actively creating a, a, a streaming platform. Like yeah. every single production house is creating their own streaming platform. And the consumers surprisingly don't like it. Like I don't get it. Like you can't have it both fucking ways. This is a la carte. The a la carte that you've been bitching for for fucking 30 years. This is it. Do you like Disney shit? Pay Disney for their shit. You like AMC? Pay AMC for their shit. This is all the a la carte no, that you have been asking for no. for decades. No, because it goes even farther now. And it's like, charge me per episode. Like that's, that's no, no, we're, no, we're past that, though. That's No, that's iTunes. That's the iTunes model. We're past that. <laughs> What's the other one now? Like, uh... So the, uh, the other model would be, like, we're past iTunes. So what would the other model be? <laughs> DVDs. <laughs> no, no, like, seriously, like, you, if you, you bitch long enough and say, I want a la carte. I want only the channels that I want to watch. These content providers or content creators are like, you know what? We're going to give you that. 
give us fucking seven dollars a month. You can watch all of the Desperate Housewives or whatever you fucking want to watch as much as you possibly want. And they don't want to do it. They don't want to do it because they're already subscribed to Netflix. They're already subscribed to Hulu. They're always already subscribed to HBO Now. They're and they're still paying for DirecTV. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you can't have it both ways. Like, either pay your fucking cable bill or expect to pay the content providers up, like, personally. Yeah, and that's where it's ultimately going to go. And I think that's truly it, is subscriptions themselves are just going to fucking go to the wayside. And it's going to go to, like, Patreon, well, like uh, what you're talking about with podcasts, where you are you are paying people to make the content you want to see. Oh, oh yeah. Like, that's yeah. where it's ultimately going to go. You're, you're, you're way in the future, but you're, you're no, right. I don't think it's that far at all. I think Dude, we're true. already doing it. We're there's, already doing it now. There's going to be old people for a long time. We're way... that You're... You're living in the year 2017 20, <laughs> no, or whatever the fuck no, no. this is. I'm telling you, in the next 10 years, that's where it's all going to go. Like, 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 I really do Patreon believe... Patreon is a fucking fascinating yeah. thing. I was telling you about the idea of that like, something's got to give and something's going to collapse, and I think it is. Like, I think we are living... Like, Trump itself, like, this isn't... Everything we're seeing right now is built into this... this uh, revolution of uh, I don't even know where it's going I, and there's no way I can define it because it's, mm-hmm. it's like huge and it's it's, it's is, is, is it like a, co- a co- collapse of traditional capitalism well it's a it's a collapse of the traditional way that capitalism was presented which was always I mean it's always been I keep calling it propaganda and it is like it comes from a central a, a center it comes from the center like that, there is a, a a big funded thing, and uh, the guy here, the actor. Um, well, let's think of one, like really. Leo obvious. DiCaprio. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the no? news. I'm talking about the news. Oh, okay. Tom Brokaw. Yeah, he's an actor. He he's he's an actor, and he pretends to be a journalist. But he's a fucking actor. Tom Brokaw is a journalist. No, he's not. No, he's, <laughs> he's not. A fucking, Jesus no, he's not. Christ. He's not a journalist. He's a fucking actor. He's a fucking actor. If he's a journalist, he'd be in the goddamn field. He's, he's sitting on TV that. with his little suit on, acting all professional. And Just because someone has to be on television doesn't mean well, of course. that doesn't mean they're an actor. Yeah, but I mean, someone a jur- has to be on camera. All right, well, tell me this: <laughs> a journalist, a journalist that was truly in the field that saw some motherfuckers get blown up, his perspective would not reach the max audience. Like it would be kind Without of niche. Tom Brokaw. Yeah, it would be kind of niche if the guy that saw the shit get blown up came on and told him about it. Like, there'd be a big chunk of the population, like you talked about, it, they'd be like, that's preposterous what you're saying. You're saying, you're saying that, that, that the Americans were not perfect in this situation? Like, I mean, that. You're, you're just describing a news team, is what you're describing. Like, I, Tom Brokaw may not have boots on the ground. Of course. But he, like, but he's not there. It's a piece of the journal. It's it's a piece of journalism. Right. The person on camera. There has to be someone on camera. There has to be someone in studio right. he's in an a actor. suit. Yeah, of course. No, but that doesn't mean he's not a journalist. He's still helping the process of journalism. No, he, no. Yes, he is. We don't need him. We don't need him. If- the information will still get spread. <laughs> the information will still get spread. Are you serious? The information would not get spread without Tom Brokaw? 
Well, now it won't. Now it will because well, yeah, we're in the twenty first yeah. century. I know that doesn't that doesn't devalue him as a like as a journalist in the fucking seventies. In the seventies, eighties, nineties, like dude was irreplaceable. He he was the voice of journalism, right? Literally, he was. I agree, he was. But he's not a. But but to but to say because he didn't have boots on the ground doesn't mean. It, he's not worth the, the phrase journalist. Like, it's, here, here's like, my idea. Here's my idea of what news should really be: Just raw, raw footage. Let, let me let me get CNN on the phone. No, raw footage. Thick news. I don't want to. I don't hear fucking narratives. Just show me the raw footage of some shit. Like don't don't tell me your fucking narrative of what happened. The shocking events in Charlottesville. This is what happened. Just show me footage. Just show me footage. Let me make up my own mind. Why, why do I need you to tell me what happened at Charlottesville? Because. Because it most, doesn't. No, 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 no. I know where you're going with this. Most people are too dumb. No. no. That's where I was going with. No, no. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you're not wrong. But raw footage is just as good as pundit, like, analysis because there's a way to cut raw footage oh yeah it can be manipulated in, no. t- yeah yeah there's a way to cut raw footage to make it look to, to, to feed but propaganda but it's being cut but it doesn't matter it's, it's not raw it yeah it's still it's being cut it's not raw no one's gonna watch raw truly raw footage like, I do that's what I watch. Yeah, because you're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> That's the only way I can make up my mind. That's you, though. I don't want to hear somebody else tell me. Journalism suffers from having to having to make money. That's the problem with journalism. Right, and that's what we were talking about. Going back to our original thing, yeah. how this got deviated was the idea that if you self-fund, if, if, if you have followers that fund That's you, why PBS is so fucking... Important, yeah. Like that's why. But even them, they're not. Even them, they're funded by left wing people. You know, like they're still funded by a certain ideology. But but, like we have to find a way to to do that. Like, like ideally, what would happen? There are three different ways to fund something: advertising, government, and the public. That's it. There's, there's, there the government are, is the public. No, but is it? No, it's not. I think it is. No, no, the the money comes from the public, but if the government wants to skew something, they can. Like you, you know this. Don't don't pretend like like. Yeah. Like there, there are three ways to fund something: the government, public, advertising. Like that's it. If okay, you're if yeah, if, yeah. if you're, fun, if, if, you're funder, if you're funding it from the public, I think it's the way you the the way you said the public. Because yeah. when I think of the public, I think of the government, like the same kind of concept. Yeah, like, but, but no, be the like public, crowdfunded type. Thing, yeah, right? crowdfunded. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. It's it, it is a happy accident that left left wing people like to fund stuff. Yeah, like that's just their nature. But how the fuck else? How the fuck like? They have to operate. How the fuck else are you going to do it? The the only other way is to write laws that give money to journalistic organizations that is untouchable by the government. Like that money, like like that money is that money (laughs) is funneled directly to them, regardless of anything. 
like yeah, that's complex. It's fucking tough. Because what would happen? There? Almost like a tax. Like yeah. this this is your journalism tax. Yeah. And this goes to journalists regardless of their stance or anything. Right. But here's the I wanna agree with what you're saying, but but logically what implies from that is that we should fund Alex Jones. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh man, that's what the fuck uh, up, bro. That's what that's what implies from that, right? He's gotten really off topic. <laughs> yeah, so way off topic. No, um, I think people will enjoy this. I I think they will. Like can we do a forty hour podcast? <laughs> Just podcast nonstop. Just talk about everything. Talk about everything from capitalism to cord cutting and Dude, it all, it's all everything. connected. Yeah, it's it all is. connected. Like I'm about to start chugging. Give it a wrong. Um Alright, let's to, okay, to bring this home. Cord cutting is a thing. It was it's gonna continue to cool be a story. thing. Cool story. See you next week. <laughs> yeah. Cool, yeah. Good guys. Thanks for tuning um, in at tea time. Uh, <laughs> Cord cutting is going to continue to be a thing for the foreseeable future. Millennials, as as a as bad of a word as that is, are convinced they don't need cable. It is on the cable companies to figure out a way to sustain their business with that in mind. You can only bleed the baby boomers so much. Here's a question. What's the definition of television at this point? That's a, <laughs> that is an ever evolving step. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like television is not a singular thing anymore. Like, no. Television is YouTube. Television is Netflix. Television is broadcast television. It's cable. It's fucking satellite. It's ever. It's live TV. It's recorded TV. Television is everything. Which and nothing. It's everything, and it feeds back into my argument that this generation is so segmented that there's no way to define it. There's no way to def- there's no way to say, oh, millennials, they really like blank, because there's no answer to that. Yeah, here's the real question though: What will the kids do? Are your kids? Mm-hmm. Will they grow up and want to watch? Uh, like, will they even want to watch TV shows? I, I can tell you that right now. L- Luke and Maddie love watching YouTube. They love dumb right, YouTube want, bullshit. They want shorts, man. Or no, I wouldn't even say shorts. They just like dumb bullshit YouTube. Like, but they, the, but that but the television concept is like completely foreign to them. Like they they won't even yeah. recognize it. Right? They'll be like, this is yeah. I, I when old when, hat. Yeah, yeah. Time. Like yeah. I, the concept of this comes on at ten o'clock. I need to tune in. Yeah. Is not even on their radar. Yeah. And their videos are what five minutes long. What do they like to watch? It, it, what's, it what's, what, what would you guess the average length of the the videos they watch are? Uh, well, they watch a lot of like playthrough play stuff, so Dude, it's probably kids long. love that shit. Don't yeah. they? Let's yeah. play. Let's play. Let's plays are fucking. <laughs> they're dumb as shit, but kids love them. Like I don't get it. I don't. I don't get it. I love it. <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> Dude. All right. I, you ever heard of the game Age of Empires two? Yeah, that's my game. What? You're you're the you're the one asshole watching Age of Empire Empires two. No, there's about fifteen thousand of them. <laughs> the fuck is wrong? We watch you. every single episode. <laughs> but I I do remember the days of rushing home from school to make sure I caught the rerun rerun of Full House. Exactly. That came on like TBS. 
Because if I wasn't home by 3.30 to catch that shit, I was mad. Because yeah. at 4 o'clock, Fresh Prince came on. <laughs> I still wanted to watch it. But I wanted to get my jam yeah. full house. The kids don't give a shit about that. No. Yeah. yeah. They have no, no, con- they have no concept of timed exclusivity. No. Right. Sitting it's- down and watching a 30-minute thing mm-hmm. with, like, five-minute breaks of, mm-hmm. like... Would you like to buy some shit from this? Well, like, like, they'll still sit down and watch the shit, but it's YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And it's on their time. It's not yeah. on... See, it's not on the television's time. It's on their time. See, my kids love, like, the, the Disney Channel app that's on the How many Apple kids TV. do you have? I've got two of them. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Multiple dogs, bro. Yeah, yeah multiple yeah, dogs. Kids, and dog. they're both cute. It's crazy. Are they cute? Yeah, they're freaking cute. But we really should just all hang out. Like, yeah. All right, all right. Well, hey. That's been reality breached. I don't... I, like, I'm going to try to patch this episode together best I can. Um, we have covered all of the grounds, all of the bases. No, we didn't even touch it. Look, look like, if we, it. like, if we... If, if me and you just want to have our own show where we talk about deep philosophical bullshit, that's fine. That, like... Cord cutting. Uh, I don't even know if I'm a fan of it. Like, yeah. d- so we didn't get this. We didn't get into him. Yeah, you did. No, you did. That's I, the yeah, important part because you totally have a cord. You're totally attached to the cord. But, but, yeah, that's the important subjective part that we didn't even get on tape. No, I talked about. I talked about my situation. No, yeah. we didn't. I did. Yeah, yeah. He I did. About being employed by a. Yeah. No, the, the point was. Why are you not a cord cutter? Like directly asking well, well, you? Well, because I, I get it very cheap. It's that's the, I know that's, simple, that's yeah. part of it. Like, yeah, that but, should be but, like, like if I didn't work. That's for, a big if conversation. I didn't work, if I didn't work for a provider, I probably would be a cord cutter because I'm cheap. I'm a very I'm very cheap. Like I, I would probably even be a bootlegger. Like I I, I don't <laughs> I don't put up with needless fucking fees. Yeah. Like period. I don't do I don't, it. I don't either. You know. Yeah. And, but I gladly don't have to deal with that. Yeah. I have access to everything always, and that's amazing. Thank you, employer. <laughs> but it, it's it's something that silently all of America is going to have to deal with in the next twenty years because. The landscape of cable television is going to change significantly in the next twenty years, and we we don't have to be prepared for it because we're consumers. But yeah, we do. No, no, we don't. The industry as a whole. The the industry has to prepare for it. We just need to spend money where where we want to spend money. That's how capitalism works. Yeah. But the industry. Did Did you know you're part of the industry? Yes. Absolutely. Feed into okay. the man. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> but you said we. You said the industry. Well, whatever. I don't know where I'll be in 20 well, he's, years. He's also a consumer, too. Though, like, on the flip side. Cons- consumers will no. dictate where... But consumers will dictate where it goes. Period. You know? That's, 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 that's how it works. And uh, it's exciting to be on the forefront, I guess? I don't know. Let's wrap this up. Um, hey... I thank both of you guys. Like this has been this has been more fun than I anticipated. Yes, um, Daniel. That's because there's been a lot of rum. In I, yeah, 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 we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're f- fueled by the rum. Um, Daniel, thank you, th- thank you again. Like this is your second. You're going to be on a lot more podcasts. I promise. Uh, Doug, 
Yep. This is your fucking fourth? I've been around a lot. You, yeah, you've been around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going I'm to put your face on the website at some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody needs to see this beautiful face. So only four four appearances and you get on the website? That's what we're saying? <laughs> Damn right. Okay. Damn right. Damn. All right. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do our best. Um, I, th- thanks, everyone, for listening, if you made it this far. Um, and uh, thanks for listening to uh, Reality Breached. Uh, my name is Sergio, and subscribe to the podcast, visit the website, visit our YouTube page. We have Tea Time and other shit. Uh, visit our Facebook page. Tea Time? Tea Time is funny shit. Tea Time. Is it? That is funny shit. Tea Time. I don't know anything about it's it. Tell me Robert. about Tea Time. Tea Time is me and Robert Morris just... Fucking Robert Moore singing Robert Moore sing it up. On God okay. you. On God you. Uh, <laughs> okay. Tea time is okay. fun. I fucking love Tea Time. That impression um, better make it to the final cut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, like our YouTube page is active. Our Twitter is relatively active. Our Facebook is full on active. Uh, just follow us somewhere. We will have plenty of content. And uh, thanks for listening. I'm gonna I'm gonna cue music go cue music right now Filtered. Unusual.